Chapter 10, Thomas Jefferson. It was several weeks before I managed to find myself back on land. Wind and weather had carried me far, too far, I thought. I had every reason to believe I was lost. I often wish that I could travel with a map because it would make life so much easier. Alas, I have never seen a map small enough for me to carry. Would it be strange to see a molecule of water carrying a map around? I do think so. I like maps. They help you know where you are going. Of course, they don't always have all the information you need. And sometimes you have to add things. I have been with explorers who did this. Often they started with a nearly blank map and filled it in as they went along. But enough, enough about maps. Let's get back to my adventure. The last leg of my trip included a ride on a bird's beak. I'm not sure what kind of bird. It was kind of a rush. I liked hearing the flapping of the bird's wings as we flew. Traveling by bird is not like traveling by cloud. For one thing, clouds can get a little crowded, especially towards the end of a trip. Also, clouds don't take breaks. A bird has to stop every now and then to rest his wings. Oh, and he has to eat, of course. All that stopping helped me to see a lot of cool stuff. One day, we might stop in a new city and the next might take us into a country orchard. Once we took cover for the night in a horse stable. Another day found us in a vegetable garden. It was quite pretty for a garden, and it had all kinds of vegetables. Some of them I did not recognize. Most were still young and tender. As it was not yet May, the birds must have thought it was quite a feast for sure. He leaned in towards a piece of lettuce. I slid off his wing and onto the plant. Just as he opened his beak, a woman began to shout, Shoo, shoo, get out of here, go on, bird. The bird flew away, um, flapping his wings as fast as they could go. Wait, bird, don't forget me. Oh, it was too late. The bird was gone and I was left alone on the lettuce. The bird chaser woman carried a large woven basket filled with a mix of veggies from the garden. She walked up to the head of lettuce and plucked it right out of the ground. Of course, I had to go along, right into the basket. As the sun rose higher in the sky, we left the garden and headed towards a large brick house. It was very stately, more of a mansion than a house. It was not quite finished. And I saw some men laying brick on one side. Inside, the kitchen was done and several women worked to prepare dinner. I listened to them talk as they broke the beans. It seemed to me that they snapped the beans in a kind of rhythm as they worked. They had just received news that a war had begun. It was the main thing they talked about. I reckon Mr. Jefferson will be going away again, said one of the ladies. Yes, I'm sure he will. Monticello won't be the same without him. No, it won't. Maybe this big old house will finally be done by the time he gets back. If it is, he'll just add something else to it. He loves his house too much to quit working on it. Both of the women laughed. There ain't many things he loves more than being home with his new wife. The other woman nodded her head. True, true. He does love Virginia Colony, though. Why, defending the colonies is about the only thing that would make him leave home. You're right about that. We'd better get him his dinner so he can be on his way. I ended up on a dinner plate right on top of a big mound of mashed potatoes. Mmm, yummy. I swam in the pool of gravy and hoped I would get to meet the man of the house, although I really didn't want to be eaten by him. A human's stomach isn't any better than a cat's. The ladies put the plate on a tray with several other things, then carried that whole tray and put it on a shelf. Can you believe it? It didn't make any sense. Were they just going to leave the food there until it got cold? I thought those old, old ladies had lost their minds. Squeak! 
What was that? The tray started to rattle. What was going on? Was it an earthquake? I thought that I could almost hear the turning of gears and it kind of felt like the tray was moving. Yes, it was. Squeak! Eek! The shelves spun around. I was now in an entirely different room. The shelves must have been attached to some kind of revolving door. I was now in the dining room. A man came over and took the plate right off the tray and placed it at the head of the table. I looked up to see who might be consuming me. It was a tall, thin man who appeared to be in his mid-thirties. His wispy red hair offset his pointed nose. He had been reading a book but set it down on the table now that his food had arrived. I wondered how long it would be, be before he ate me. The dining room was very large. It was also very fancy. Well, I guess if you were if one is going to be eaten, at least it should be in a nice place like this one. I'm so sorry, I must call our, cut our visit short, said the red-haired man. As am I, Mr. Jefferson, said another man at the table. I understand that duty calls. <sighs> Jefferson sighed. The Congress has been reconvened. There are many important decisions to be made. War changes much. He picked at the food of, on his plate with a fork, then took a bite of his beans. I was glad he had not yet eaten his potatoes it is a comfort, said the dinner guest, that men like you will be representing Virginia. I know you look out for our best interests. For Virginia and all the colonies, I hope, the king can no longer hold us in bondage. Hear, hear! Do be careful, though. You'll be voting on things that the king has given you no power over. It's treason, you know. Only if we lose the war, said Jefferson. Still, it is enough to make a man lose his appetite. I think I've eaten enough. He pushed a plate back. Yes, I had managed to escape being his dinner. The guest also set down his fork. I wish you safe travel and wisdom to know what is right. Thank you, said Jefferson. I'll need it. Well, that music didn't make any sense for the 1700s. But anyways, thank you for listening to chapter 10. There's only four chapters left. Ooh, and all sorts of history and exciting events that might help you in the road to independence.